0: Welcome everyone to another episode of More Marketing Ideas with me, Fred Gillen, your host, where you will learn from industry experts based on their life's experiences and business processes. So let's get on with the show. So today I'd like to welcome Aldwyn Altenay. Aldwyn is a mass media marketing expert known as the Media Queen. She is a TV host speaker photojournalist and author of multiple international best-selling books. With 38 years' media experience, her PA company, AA Exposed Media, is the only one she knows of that guarantees results in the mainstream media. She is passionate about inspiring more good news in the mass media to help decrease depression and suicide rates and lift people's spirits. In 2018, she founded the Mass Media Tribe Meetup Group, and a Global Good News Day, which is run annually on August 8th. She founded a monthly Global Good News Challenge in June 2020, has tripled her business during COVID and recently won the 2021 BX Print Media and Photography Business of the Year Award. Also an animal activist, she founded Animal Action Events in 2007 and has run 15 annual charity events so far raising awareness appreciation and respect for all animals in her spare time she loves performing in her comedy duo with fiddly gigglers acting playing ukulele long beach walks and body surfing so with that oldwin welcome to the show So, Aldrin, welcome to the show. With that, that brief introduction, we've got a couple of ideas about what you do, you know, and where you came from, whatever, but what I'd really like to have a chat about is what how you started out. Like, what, you know, what got you enthused to join the business world, or, or did you do something before you actually became a business owner? So, um, maybe you can just enlighten us on, on that if you can.
1: Yeah, thank you, Fred. Well, I was a journalist for about 20 years, actually, and and part-time on the side I had also been doing photography work with a company in Brisbane I, I lived on on the Gold Coast at this stage this is 2002 and with this company I was working with in Brisbane we were doing a lot of function photography and a few times after after attending functions late at night and driving home back to the Gold Coast from Brisbane, I actually had a few small car accidents that then led me to think, why don't I just do this for myself? So interestingly, while I was a journalist at the Sun Newspapers on the Gold Coast in 2002, I decided to start a a photography business and it was called AA Exposé Photography at the time while I was working full-time as a journalist sub-editor. And the job became increasingly stressful uh, as a journalist. When I started out at the Sun Newspapers, I was doing five stories a week back in 2000. By the time I ended up leaving in 2005, I was doing 30 stories a week. And it was very, very stressful. It was go, go, go. I was working often from 9am to midnight. I was doing huge days uh, because what happened is the... The newspaper went from having two newspapers out to having five newspapers out. So we used to have a Gold Coast Sun and a Hinterland Sun edition that came out weekly. And then suddenly they decided to bring in an an Upper North edition, a North edition, a Central edition, a South edition, and a Tweed edition of the Sun newspapers. And now we have five newspapers that we're putting out every week and no extra journalists And as the entertainment reporter at the time, I would have to write stories about what was happening in all the different clubs for the different regions. So that's why my workload went up basically six times and it was very, very stressful. And I had a mortgage to pay and I was actually very fearful of leaving full-time work for quite a while until eventually I said, right, that's it, you know, time to go. It took me three years after starting a part-time photography business to actually leave the the job as a journalist because I had had many perks of the jobs too I was getting all the VIP invites around town getting to interview amazing celebrities like Hugh Jackman and Russell Crowe and Cindy Lauper and you know there was definitely some highlights of the job that I did enjoy however it was my whole life was that job and it was just increasingly stressful. And I knew that I was at the point of burnout. And that was the biggest thing, I guess, eventually that that I drew the line in the sand, right? And I thought, this is it, I'm gonna go out full-time now in my business. And then what happened is when I closed that door to full-time work as a journalist, the the job evolved as people were asking me for press releases for media training and and it evolved into a media business from there that was never the intention to start a media business but it just sort of rolled on to that and I guess I kept saying yes and now you know I've been in business for for 20 years and absolutely love it I've had so much freedom in what I've done and and now I I love the fact that I can shape my day the way I want to rather than you know having someone say to me you have to be here at nine o'clock and you have to leave it fine you have to do this and you have to do that you know there's definitely a hell of a lot more freedom having my own business and it's been quite a ride since then
0: (laughs) so you you mentioned earlier that that like you've connected with a lot of the you know the the a-list stars and whatever else so um has that been a big benefit or have you used those connections to grow your business
1: uh, it was it was exciting at the time. Each time I interviewed a celebrity, they were either promoting a release of a new film or when I interviewed Russell Crowe, he was actually performing on the Gold Coast with his band, believe it or not, which was called 50-odd foot of grunt back then. And, and so we did a promotion for his band coming out. He, Cindy Lauper had a new album coming out. So whenever they wanted to promote something, they would be quite open to interviews. And I never thought of it back then when I was interviewing them as, oh, this is something I can use down the track. It was just sort of a, it was part of my day-to-day. Day life is that i was constantly interviewing celebrities small and large celebrities and what i loved about that is i was talking to people who were living their love they were living their passions and what i started to see is that a lot of people in jobs are not living their passions. They're not doing what they loved. And, and I wanted to be on the other side. I wanted to be on the side where people were loving what they did and they and they were fully expressing that love in what they were doing with business. And I think that is part of the, the beauty of business is actually being able to do what you love. And for me, it's been quite a process of learning to let go of the things that I don't enjoy doing in business. And I, And I don't think I realized initially how how hard it was going to be in business you know looking after the accounts and you know finances that's been an area that has been a weak point for me you know i just basically kept doing what i loved and it wasn't about the money for me you know and i thought well if i love what i if i love what i do the money will come right love what you do the money will come however i've learned over the years to let go and to to have others come and join the team and uh, and that's something that is is an ongoing process for me and thankfully, I've had property and, and other ways to make money. I haven't relied on the business income to, to get by in life now. you know. And I, and I did a lot of seminars too through that time, a lot of personal development work from 2005 to now. 2022, I've invested at least half a million dollars into my personal development and into my business development. And that has really inspired me to then do things like property investments and to look at ways that I can really leverage what I'm doing in business and in life. And to also hang out with a group of positive people that are up for standing for what is possible for your life. I think that has been absolutely crucial for me in my journey. Um, and doing the inner work too, you know. Landmark is one of the first courses I did back in two thousand and six, and and that was absolutely transformational for me to actually get some insight into into how I did life and not limiting myself for how I knew myself to be through life as in ways that I had taken on to survive life, like being a nice person, you know, learning to set boundaries, learning to say no, learning to to love myself so that I can fully show up and love others, learning to take time for self-care, you know, all those kinds of things that really make life so fulfilling and, and I think is so important, really considering all areas of life because in business often. I found a lot of people really high achievers in business and they can push themselves and push themselves and push others and have these really high expectations and can beat themselves up if things don't go as planned you know a lot of control freaks in business and it's been important for me I've realized to let go of that control and actually to to allow and 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 to notice where do things light me up in life and business and where don't they and if they don't light me up then learning to say no to those things and learning, learning to be assertive and kind at the same time.
0: So, and and, I totally understand what you're saying there, but so when you actually started to get that feeling that you needed to let go, um, like, was it on the, the, the financial side or, or because obviously people have systems in place and there's various jobs and everybody's encouraged to, you know, work on the, the, the aspect of your business that, like you said, that you love, that you enjoy. And then, farm out or, you know, outsource or whatever it is. So what was the the first thing you actually outsourced to, to give you back more time to do what you love?
1: Mm. Well, I got a, a general assistant. So I got someone to do a lot of my social media. I realized I was doing a lot of, a lot of work on, online with social media. And I still do now. Um, however, when I started running events in my business, there was a lot to, to manage with the online world. So I have someone pretty much full-time doing my social media now who, who does sets up my events, does all my banners, invites people to the events, responds to notifications online. And, you know, that is a full-time job within itself. Also, the bookkeeping I think is really important. I did have a bookkeeper. I had someone come and help me to to declutter and to organise my house, which you know, which is uh, something that is an ongoing an ongoing challenge. Um, and sometimes I've had people come in to help me declutter and organise, and then they've moved things. I think where the hell are they now? So so I think there's a certain amount that you you can outsource. Uh, you know well and and also I think you need to keep tabs on something so you actually know where people
0: move things to as well sometimes um, so yeah there's some of the main areas but it's actually interesting that you used the word declutter because I thought you were talking about decluttering your business processes and
1: ah, your house and no, I decluttering my house
0: <laughs> yeah but the word actually applies to both areas so you know you're actually decluttering what what you're doing on a business perspective as well
1: yes that's true and and creating systems because i've had a story for a long time i'm no good at systems so yeah having people to assist me with that and and just and realizing that systems are not perfect and they're forever changing and it's just a matter of documenting what you actually do and so little by little i've been putting that into the business and and um yeah. And for me, I guess a lot of the business has been about the lifestyle and loving what I do and really seeing where is my zone of genius in my business. And where that is, is when I do the speaking gigs, when I'm, when I'm sharing, promoting, when I'm interviewing people, that, that's where I'm really in flow, working with clients one-on-one. The back end of the business is some, somewhere where I've been weaker and that's where, where
0: I've allowed others to step in. So when you mentioned that you're doing events, like are you doing virtual events or physical events or how's that working?
1: Up until COVID, I was doing about 30 physical events a year. So I was actually running media workshops. It was called How to Gain Over a Million Dollars Worth of Free Publicity Events, mainly. And plus I started some meetup groups back in 2018. I started a mass media tribe meetup group and I started the Gold Coast Business Laughter Club meetup group. And that was to help inspire business owners to step up and to be more positive um, and to help decrease depression and suicide rates amongst business people. So we had a, a charity laughter club event I was doing. Plus for 15 years since 2007, I've been running animal action events to inspire awareness appreciation and respect for animals and we had over 30 performers and speakers at that so so various events since 2005 up until covid i was doing events in with the media workshops i was doing those in melbourne sydney gold coast brisbane i did some events spoke in la in thailand in new zealand new caledonia so a few different places where i've i've had the fortune to to speak on stages uh, at the modern media conference in la a few years ago which was brilliant and then when COVID hit, I took everything online. And so then I started to do my Mass Media Tribe events every two weeks were online. All my webinars started to be online. I launched a free publicity secrets masterclass, also online. And I've just been tweaking that over the last two years, depending on what people want and what's working in the online space. Because what I've found the last two years since COVID, it seems like just about everyone's launching an online course or, or doing webinars and it's and people are getting zoomed out. You know, so I think short and succinct is really powerful nowadays if you can keep keep things uh, powerful and, and shorter rather than longer. I think the full day events online now are not working so well and even half day events not working as well as say a one hour or 90 minute webinar.
0: So when you talk about your mastermind, how is that? Like is that over multiple days or is, like you said, it's just a one hour? mastermind or, or have well them. the
1: masterclass is actually four hours at the moment it is an intensive four hours where i teach people how to get free publicity and how to feature in the media how to be interviewed by journalists for tv radio print how to feature on podcasts how to basically be seen heard and known using the power of the mass media so that's that's where i do a four-hour masterclass and then i have my mass media mastery program which is a lifetime access program where i'll basically work with people to get Publicity. So that's a that's a hand holding process and that's guaranteed publicity with that program. And then the next level up is I'll actually work. I'll, I'll work for people, I'll actually do the PR for them and I'll be like their marketing manager. So what I've actually launched uh, since since COVID too, I've, I've actually relaunched because I stopped doing webinars. I did webinars back in two thousand and 2015, I was doing media webinars and then I stopped doing them after a while and I was doing all the physical events. And then I relaunched my, my how to gain a million dollars worth of free publicity, free webinar as a 90-minute webinar and a two-hour webinar with questions, et cetera. It is quite intensive. And it's been a challenge for me to cut that back because I always want to give so much content. So keeping, you know, less is more, they say. So that's been a, a learning for me.
0: So is that is that a, uh, like, it's not a, a recorded webinar? So it's actually a live webinar? A
1: live, yes. I always do live webinars. I prefer live webinars because I think people want to see they're working with they want to be able to communicate with you. We always take photos at our events too. So it really is very much like networking. And and I'm always very big on people supporting each other. I always say to people, you know, pop your links in the chat, let's support each other. You know, a lot of these Facebook groups, etc., they say don't promote yourself. Don't I mean you don't want to spam people, but you know, how can we support you if we don't know what you're doing? So so a big theme of what I do is let's support each other. We're all in this together. This is about (laughs) collaboration, not competition right? You don't need a million clients. You know, there's plenty of opportunities for everyone here in the
0: business space. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, I, as you're aware, I've started our networking group and one of the things I do within that networking group is promote other networking groups. And, and, and it flows because now I'm finding that those groups are now promoting me. Right. So it actually, you know, and, and like you said, it is an abundance out there. There's, you know, how many clients do you really need? You know, if you get 10 good clients, is that enough? Or do you really want a million clients? You know, you can't, you can't serve a million clients. So, um, but yes, yeah, so it's a, you know, it's a small world. And when you go to networking groups, you'll find that the same people are popping up every time. And when you do that repetitively, then your name gets out there. You, you know, people get to know, like, and trust you and they'll spread the word and bring more business. You know, that's what it's all about, all about PR yeah exactly
1: and like 80% of anything we do is networking there's so many people out there that are the world's best kept secret no one knows about them and it is about consistently showing up so that when people do want to do business with you which at any one time is generally only three percent of people at one time however when they do want to do business with you you want them to think of you that you're you come front of mind and you're not going to be front of mind if you don't consistently put yourself out there whether it's networking online whether it's in the media you know however it is it's just consistently being in front of people and speaking to more people that's the best way to really be be seen heard and known and also doing the right thing by people I think is really important you know actually not just being you know a lot of a lot of people in business I've noticed they just grab the money and run and this is why a lot of people have tr- have trust issues with people in business is because they're not actually going out of their way to help their clients often um, and this is where a lot of people have, you know, buyer's remorse, and and you know, people come to me often, and they 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 say to me, "Gosh, I wish I found you earlier. I wouldn't have spent this money here and spent this money there with those people." Um, however, I guess everyone's on their own journey with that, and I've certainly gone through that myself, where I've signed up for programs that just haven't delivered, or you know, that haven't they haven't been authentic. Uh, the people running them that I thought they were and you know those kind of things and that's I guess that's parts of the the ups and downs of roller coaster ride of business and life you
0: know? <laughs> no it's very true so so just from a PR perspective if somebody is starting out relatively new in business and they're joining the online the online process what would be your advice to them or you know um, how do they make a decision on what medium they use to get the message out there initially. No, we know there's lots of options available, but what would, what would be your advice on how they can decide on which one would be best for them to start with?
1: Mm, great question. Well, firstly, you, you know, you need to build your confidence up, right? A lot of people are even nervous getting on a networking event online and sharing a 42nd pitch or a one, one minute pitch, you know, and if you're nervous at that point, you're not going to be great on a a media interview straight away right so I would recommend actually just start with a networking group start with building your confidence in yourself doing the inner work whatever that inner work is for you you know doing the inner work to overcome your fears because you're either coming from a love space or a fear space with what you're doing the more you're in your head and worrying about how you're looking and not having faith and belief and trust in yourself the less you're gonna put yourself out there on any platform. So you wanna build up your confidence at the very beginning, whether that's doing something like Toastmasters, even building up your confidence as a public speaker, getting on networking events initially, I would recommend is a great place to build your confidence and realize that you only need to know 10% more than someone else to actually teach it. You don't have to know everything about your topic right so so give yourself permission to to you know fail forward to actually sometimes stuff up things you're going to say things sometimes that you don't want to say and have faith in yourself and build up yourself work with experts work with experts who can help you through this process if you want to get out if you want to leverage yourself, if you're time poor and you do have some more confidence in yourself or you want someone to support you, then look for an expert who's going to support you to put yourself out there in the media. Now, if you if you want to really leverage what you're doing, if you're time poor, you want to reach more people, then media is fantastic right because you're going to you put a message out just even in your local media you're going to re- reach hundreds of thousands of people with your message right in your local media so that can really scare people sometimes but I always recommend just start with your local newspapers then go to local radio right you don't have to be on national television tomorrow that would scare the je- bejesus out of a lot of people right so so you don't have to go straight to there it's a process and it's a step-by-step process and and realize firstly that you have a great product service or message to share? And if you're really serious about sharing it, then look for supportive groups where you can do that. So on that question, start with your local networking groups, build your confidence with your speaking skills. And, and your personal development skills, right? Get over whatever inner blockages you have around fear. I have a lot of clients come to me. They've got a great message, but they're too scared to get out there. And that shows up with self-sabotage with them saying, oh, I'm not ready yet. I don't have my sales funnel ready. I don't have my website ready yet. I don't have this ready. And, and they put it off. And then the next thing, another five years, 10 years goes past. And the thing is, you know, a third of people die by the age of 65. The number one regret of those on their deathbeds has been proven to be that they lived a life not true to themselves. And so if you want to live a life true to yourself, if you really want to leave a legacy and make a bigger difference out in the world, then it's important to get over yourself and look for the right channels to do that. Look for people who do have your best interests at heart and people like yourself, Fred, with your networking group. Look for people that are going to support you on that journey. And yes, there will be sharks out there and there might be times you might get bitten and that's all part of the journey and that's how we learn, right? However, do your due diligence, I would suggest on that point. Don't rush into things. I've certainly rushed into things myself and regretted it. So do your due diligence with anyone you're going to work with and make sure that you're comfortable in your decision before you do it.
0: I love that comment about get over yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <It's> pretty <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I know um, like, my journey, even over the last two years since COVID, like COVID's been an eye opener for me, literally. Because before COVID, I never did anything like this. I just didn't do it, right? Um, because what I was doing was it was all physical referrals. Like you go, you meet somebody, you chat to somebody, you do more business, and you know, got into physical networking groups. But then that all stopped. So what did I? Do? And I never really promoted my business online. Now I'm everywhere online, but I just and that has all happened in. The space of two years effectively. So it's, you know, a huge dynamical change
1: amazing and and see that's the thing good on you Fred because you've obviously you know pivoted is the magic word we've been using through COVID you've pivoted you've adjusted with the change because life will throw curveballs it throws curveballs all the time and you're either going to end up falling off the roller coaster of of life which we've actually seen the last two years we've had four times the suicide rates would you believe which is insane a lot of people have fallen off the roller coaster ride of life and there's others that will embrace it and hang on for the ride and, and go to places which might have scared them in the past you know stepping out of their comfort zone and doing more online meetings or launching new events online or new courses or whatever it is and we've seen this through the greatest depressions in history we've seen some of the biggest millionaires come out of these times you know and then others have have you know gone off the bandwagon so so just notice you know where are you at and and be patient with yourself on this journey get the right support
0: Yep, no, totally good. Now uh, we're coming probably close to the end of the, the call, but um, you mentioned earlier that you have um, a free media by media exposure webinar available. When's your next one, and how do people register?
1: I haven't got another free webinar booked at this stage. However, the best way for people to find out about any upcoming events is actually to follow me in Eventbrite. Uh, we have all my links are at linktree forward slash Aldwin, L-A-N-K-T-R dot e forward slash Aldwin. I have a free publicity secrets masterclass coming up on the 22nd of July. And every month we have a global good news challenge. And that is all about inspiring more truth and good news and helping to decrease depression and suicide rates. And that is a free event every month we have a live video challenge where people just share their name what they do three things they're grateful for and a piece of good news so global good news challenge we've got one starting next week it's a seven-day challenge for july then we've got an eight-day challenge for august nine days for september etc uh, all the details pinned to the top of the global good news challenge facebook page which we will also find in that link the link tree forward slash aldwin has
0: all of it in there that's great and um, we'll put all those links in the show notes as well so if people want to get in contact with you that's probably the best method to do that
1: thank you yes that would be amazing and people can also book a call with me in there as well my calendar link is in that link tree as well so if they have any other questions happy to chat
0: great so just to a final note is there anything else you'd like to add
1: Fred, thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today to chat with your audience it's always such a pleasure for me and what i would suggest for people watching this or listening to this right now is consider the impact that you have in your life you know I love the quote by Gandhi he says be the change you wish to see in the world and I like to leave people with this quote shine bright and light up all those around you
0: what a great way to finish the podcast really appreciate your time and thank you
1: thank you so much Fred it's been an honor
0: Well, now it's time for a word from our sponsor. And right now, that's me, Brett Gillen, your host of More Marketing Ideas Podcast. Yes, just like you, I'm in business and I'm here to help. If you would like to have a free, no-obligation consultation with me to see how I can work with you and your business to help you attract more clients, pre-qualify them, and build your business, then simply reach out to me on Facebook Messenger at m.me forward slash more marketing ideas. So it's that easy. Just reach out. Let's get together and uh, see what we can do to help grow your business. It's regular at More Marketing Ideas Podcast. Take care and have a great day.